0: we will use Josh Allen as an example. Now, I think the way that people held out hope for Josh Allen went well beyond anything that was reasonable and based on what they saw in the field, but it cashed out. But if you want to make the argument that you hold on for three years to see if Josh Allen can do it, why? Because look at that big old strong ox who can run and throw the ball <laughs> a million miles. Yeah, you think that there's, there's more likelihood that that thing could turn around. The things that you think limit somebody or would make them the last pick in the draft. And those limitations were real. And so I think that people look at Purdy and they see those limitations. And on top of that, they have seen Jimmy Garoppolo achieve very similar things in the same offense. It makes you raise questions as to how good he is. Now, perhaps the better question is how good does he have to be? How much does it matter how good he is within the context of what's being done? But it's not a strict bottom line thing. Purdy is not going to perform his way out of the skepticism unless he has a great game in the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts is a great example. So for me, he could not perform himself out of my skepticism of him until he wrecked Mm. shop in the Super Bowl. And then guess what? He came out here not looking very good this year. Now, did he? And I should have been like Nick and maybe just never backed off my take in the first place. Mm. But that's the thing that I think is happening with Purdy is that The numbers are so good. And if he had one MVP, I mean, if he does, I mean, he's not going to, but let's just say he does. The vote hasn't come in. Yo, man, if you're averaging damn near 10 yards, 10 yards in attempt and you win the MVP, I just can't argue with that, right? I can think everything I thought about you otherwise, but if you're the MVP, then damn it, you're just the MVP. That happens. But this dude, I don't think that there's any larger campaign against him. I think there are a lot of people that really work so hard because – They reduce quarterbacking to a bottom line wins and losses sort of situation that they really want him to be good the same way they really wanted Jimmy Garoppolo to be good. And that motherfucker wants threw an interception in the Super Bowl with his eyes closed. His eyes were literally closed and he threw the football. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so I was kind of like, hey, man, we might be missing the plot here. There's no I don't think the way that we deal with Brock Purdy is reflective of anything larger about the sporting discourse. I think that the way we talk about him combines a number of factors, another of which I'll throw out here. I know I've been going for a long time, so please forgive me. But the other one is we don't have a great sample size on him. So since we don't have a great sample size on him, this could go either way. He could get better or he could fall back off, but we only have like something around 20-something games or whatever to work off of. So everybody's guessing. It's just a matter of what you want to lean on when you decide to guess.
1: Yeah, you said a lot right there. Um, at the beginning, I think you made a really good observation on how when we talk about hive mind, I, I think that's, a for me, a valuable description because... Twitter does present sort of an emergent consensus among people in media, but it's also true to what you're saying, that whatever your out-group is, you have the perception of them having a consensus, and whatever your in-group is, there you see subtleties, and there you see nooks and crannies, and slight differences, and it's funny. You see it in politics all the time, where you go to either political party or even a libertarian convention, somebody with a very exotic politics, and if you go to that convention, they've got a bunch of different strains of the thing. Um, there's also something else where I think the priors, when it comes to Purdy college football fans, and you're a huge one. And I should have mentioned that one of the reasons I think you've been successful that people sometimes don't know because of the way you're exposed to people in media superficially is that you're a huge sports fan and that you, (laughs) like, this is one of the reasons why I first came to your content, uh, with the morning Jones and was, you know, going jogging around Lake Merritt, listening to you cover everything. Um, you have this awareness and sort of profile on Purdy that I do not, I'm guessing in all likelihood, because I wasn't following Iowa state football at all. The first time I had ever heard of Brock Purdy, uh, was when he checked into the game against the dolphins. That was the (laughs) first time I had ever heard of the guy. And so I'm operating from the prior of, oh, let's, oh, wow, this guy can play. Oh my God! Like, okay, like this guy looks better than Jimmy G. Geez, he's he, he can really play, and so I think, I mean, man, I just love talking about quarterbacks. There are just so many ways uh, to do the job, and so many different opinions that people can have. And my position on it is mostly what you see is what you get. I think we can overanalyze sometimes, and we don't actually have a lot of examples. Of quarterbacks becoming dramatically different guys in different situations, especially on the positive end. We don't maybe I put it out there on Twitter. We might have one guy a decade who looks bad in a situation goes somewhere else and looks dramatically better Right, Gino and so, Smith as an example. I mean, well, I'd have to go into. G- he might be the guy this decade. That yeah, he but that's might what I'm saying. Like,
0: like, like he, I think he's a good reflection of the points you're making. Not, not him yeah. as a. Not him as a counterpoint.